Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. So justice for all is the centerpiece of our republic. And throughout history, we have not had justice for all, as everybody knows. But we were making great strides toward that until recently when the justice system in America fell apart. Okay, on two levels. First of all, without justice, we're no better than China or Russia or Iran. I mean, we may say we're better, but really without justice, we're not. So we have to have people in positions of power, district attorneys, police chiefs, police officers, the attorney general. These people have to be competent, fair and honest. And that's what's falling apart. I got two uh, examples for you. One we've gone over and over and over is the corruption of local criminal justice, where violent criminals now in big cities run by the far left are given a pass to hurt you. We've documented time and time again how that's coming on. But here is the crusher, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Christopher Wray, FBI chief appointed by Donald Trump, took over from the corrupt James Comey, as you will remember. Trump thought he was going to be effective. He has now proven not to be that. Let me make my case. So everybody knows that the Biden family is being investigated because it enriched itself by taking money 
from foreigners and foreign nations, from private individuals in Ukraine, in Russia, in China, and people who were working for the government. Everybody knows that investigation has been underway for at least five years. And the centerpiece of that is the Hunter Biden laptop. Okay? So we as a people, we wait for the Justice Department, this is a federal offense, to compile evidence to say yes or no, the Vice President of the United States at the time, Joe Biden, used his office to enrich his family and perhaps himself. We have been waiting for five years. There is a whistleblower that made accusations to the FBI that Joe Biden himself took bribes. Okay, we live in the United States of accusation. Most accusations are false. They are not valid. They cannot be backed up. Idiots write stuff on the internet every day. That is absolutely untrue. Keep that in mind. But when a whistleblower goes into the FBI and says something about a sitting vice president a few years ago, if that whistleblower lies, that is a crime. Keep that in mind. So the House Oversight Committee, chaired by James Comer, congressman from Kentucky, wants to see the allegations the whistleblower has lodged, okay? The FBI has filed those allegations under FD1023. That's a form. It's in writing. Comer has asked that the FBI show the House Oversight Committee that form. Ray is refusing. Comer then issues a subpoena for the form. Ray refuses to provide it. Here's what the FBI says, quote, reporting by confidential human sources is one important form of highly sensitive law enforcement information upon which the FBI relies to develop leads, assess the credibility of potential evidence and sources, build investigations and take action to enforce a criminal law or protect national security. Department of Justice policy strictly limits when and how Confidential human source information can be provided outside of the FBI, unquote. There is validity to that statement, okay? It's not some kind of excuse that Ray usually does. So when they call Ray to testify in front of Congress, all he says is, I can't talk about it, it's under investigation. You know that, we've seen that. How many times have we seen that? Okay, that's, that's his fallback. I can't say anything, it's under investigation. There's validity in this, that every accusation that comes to the FBI can't be made public because it could wipe out reputations everywhere. But what Ray could do is call Comer and a couple of key senators in this case, like Chuck Grassley, and Democrats too, maybe four, two Republicans, two Democrats, into FBI headquarters and show them the memo. Don't give it to them. Show them. 
and redact any kind of name that might get that person in trouble, like the whistleblower's name. They can do that, right? (laughs) Ray's not going to do it. So the only conclusion that I, a fair man, can come to is that Ray does not want to proceed in this investigation against Joe Biden. And it makes perfect sense because Biden could fire Ray tomorrow and Ray's immediate boss, Merrick Garland, okay, certainly doesn't want this. So Ray would be basically saying, I'm out of here if he cooperated with the House Oversight Committee. So he's not cooperating. So what happens now? Well, the Republicans say they're going to hold Ray in contempt of Congress, which is a felony. It's a crime. Ray doesn't seem to be bothered by that, even though Steve Bannon went to jail. And I'll just tell you about that in a moment. So Ray, he's not real concerned. Okay, why? Well, because a former attorney general, Eric Holder, under President Obama, defied a congressional subpoena about the Fast and Furious gun smuggling New Mexico case. Holder wouldn't say anything, wouldn't turn over any evidence. What happened to Holder? Nothing. Justice Department, which he headed, didn't file any charges against him. And Holder knew he wasn't going to be prosecuted, so he just said, blank you, Congress, I'm defying the subpoena. But Bannon couldn't do that because Bannon held no government position in Merrick Garland through the book at Bannon. And that was about testimony on the Capitol riot. On January 6th, 2021, Bannon just said, I'm not going to I'm not going to testify. So he's found guilty in July 22, two counts of criminal contempt of Congress. And um, they sentenced him to four months in prison, fine him sixty five hundred dollars. So Bannon goes and gets punished. Holder does it. You think Ray's going to get punished for defying the subpoena? It's impossible. Merrick Garland would have to prosecute him. Merrick Garland's not going to do it. Garland prosecuted Bannon. That's fine. Not going to do his buddy Ray. So what happens next? Well, Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, has got to make a big deal out of this. All right, once this uh, debt ceiling thing gets put to bed tonight, which it will, and I'll explain that in a moment, then full-court press by McCarthy and the, and the House Republicans saying, can't, can't stand. And they got to drag President Biden into it. They got to do all that stuff. Okay? And it'll probably lead nowhere because there is no other apparatus. If the Justice Department doesn't charge Christopher Wray with contempt of Congress, then nothing happens. See? It's no, it, nobody else can do anything. So this is corruption, and this is an erosion of the justice system. This isn't equal justice for all. Bannon goes to jail, but Eric Holder doesn't. Is that equal justice? Is it? No, of course it isn't. So that's a myth. And the FBI's reputation, even people who are Democrats and supporters of Biden and and all this, gone. Gone. 
most powerful law enforcement agency in the world, shattered. And if you want to know about the FBI, read my book, Killing the Mob. All right, I explain everything about it, the good and the bad, but I admired the FBI up until a couple of years ago, Comey. Comey destroyed it for me. Now, it's a joke. It's a joke. Not the agents. I always say this, but I have to say it because I know we have some watching. The agents are still the best in the world. Other nations plea for FBI assistance in crimes. They want us to go there and help them. The FBI agents are not the problem. It's Washington, the headquarters. And that's the memo. Hey, guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. So the Dodgers now, uh, because they're in full panic mode, have announced that on July 30th, they're going to have a Christian Faith and Family Day at Dodger Stadium. So, I mean, is anybody buying this? It wasn't on the original schedule. Now, they did do this, to be fair and accurate, which I always am. In 2019, they had a Christian and Family Day at Dodger Stadium. But now they're panicking. And so they're going, oh, don't hate us. We'll have the Christians in. So my question is, are you going to have a Jesus bobblehead? Is that what you're going to do like this on uh, Christian and Family Night? So everybody knows why they're, they're doing this. Um, but what you don't know is that the marketing director of the Los Angeles Dodgers is a uh, gay activist. That's why this is all happening. And when do you hear about Target? I'll tell you about Target after, uh, in a while. Okay, so... The Catholic clergy, largely silent on this. 
You surprised? I'm not. But there is a Catholic group called Catholic Vote, and they are teed off. Roll the tape. Our organization exists to give Catholics a voice, especially on fights like this, where woke corporations like the Los Angeles Dodgers have decided to honor and celebrate a detestable, vile, and perverse anti-Catholic organization. Uh, we have announced a boycott of the Dodgers, but more than that, we can't simply stop there. We are raising money uh, to launch a $1 million campaign starting next week on all L.A. Dodgers-related media. All right, so that group is based in Madison, Wisconsin, of all places, and they're going to put out ads. And when we get the ad, they haven't made them yet. We'll, we'll show you what they're, what they're doing. So at least there's a Catholic group standing up to this. But to counter that, the California Senate in Sacramento says we'll honor the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence too. The elected senators of California are going to honor this Christian Catholic hate group. All right? So this is a war. Now, this is a war. So we wanted to get the most influential cleric in the United States to come on the No Spin News. His name is Timothy Cardinal Dolan, Archbishop of New York. Okay? The Archbishop, who I know very well, and I have a good relationship with him. Uh, I think he's a good man. He's not coming. In fact, he didn't mention it. He's on TV every day. And mentioned it. Then we called the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, run by the most reverend Timothy P. Brolio. They didn't even reply. I think that's a little uncharitable there, uh, but they didn't reply. They couldn't even bother to reply. However, we got, I think, the smartest Catholic cleric in the country, and here he is. His name is Bishop Robert Barron. He's uh, presiding over the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Minnesota. He is the head of Word on Fire Catholic Ministries. I think that's World on Fire, right? World on Fire? No, it's Word on Fire. It's Word on Fire. Shame on me, because I follow you. (laughs) I should know that, but I'm delirious. So, Bishop, thanks for uh, stepping up. First of all, your general feeling on this Dodger, now California Senate, honor to this group. How do you see it? Well, well, it's ridiculous. I mean, this was so egregious. that That's why I felt the need to speak up. I did so in, a, in the social media world, on Twitter and so on. But it was such an extreme example of anti-Catholicism. That I don't know how the church couldn't respond. So I wanted to use you know my social media platform to do it. Uh, that the uh, California state government is honoring this group doesn't really surprise me. I was auxiliary bishop of L.A. for six years, and we dealt with the government out there a lot. Um, you know, anti-Catholicism is indeed the last acceptable prejudice in America. But I think it's time for the church boldly and clearly and articulately to stand up to it. But it's also Christians, not just the Catholic yeah. church. When you have a well, strip show... Yeah, featuring Jesus and Mary, that's beyond Catholic borders into Christianity itself, correct? Yeah, quite right. I mean, the one that really got my attention was, um, I think it was on Easter Sunday, they had a display where they they took the figure, it was a living figure, off the cross, and then another person did a kind of pole dance on the cross of Jesus. So here's the most sacred 
event and object in in the Christian universe. And it's being in a public, gross way mocked about as as um, as horribly as possible. Well, how do Christians, I think you're quite right, not just Catholics, how do Christians stay silent in the face of that? You know, Jesus overturned the uh, moneylenders' tables in the temple in a righteous uh, demonstration of anger. Um, and that's what I'm doing here in the media. I'm trying to emulate uh, Jesus of Nazareth um, in, a, in a sense that I'm trying to say enough, enough. But when you yeah. have powerful forces like the Senate of California, the Los Angeles Times, which applauds this group, the Dodgers, and on and on and on, and then you have no reply from the most powerful Catholic clerics. They are emboldened by that, Bishop. These people who are attacking Christianity are emboldened by the lack of reply, the turn the other cheek and ignore it, right? Yeah, of course, turn the other cheek has nothing to do with, you know, non-resistance to evil. It's a, it's a form of resisting evil. The church should speak up and it should engage the laity. So what you're doing, I think, is what Vatican II had in mind, that great Catholic journalists and writers and cultural commentators should engage these issues. Under the leadership of the bishops and through the sanctification offered by the sacraments, but all the Catholic laity should be aroused about this. I'll give you an example, Bill. A few years ago when I was out in California, they were making noises about passing a bill that would require priests to break the seal of confession around the sex abuse issues. And um, I remember saying to the, at the bishop's meeting, I think, brothers, we got we to gotta draw a line in the sand here. And so we did. And we roused our own people, and they flooded Sacramento with so many petitions and complaints that they backed down. And I think it proves we can do it when we have the will and we have the focus. And this woke business has gotten so out of control. And this is a, a prime example of the church just being knocked around in the public space. But it's not just the priests and bishops. It's the Catholic faithful, the laity, that have to say enough. Okay, but they have to know about it when you have the three most yeah. powerful broadcasters, CBS, NBC, and yeah. ABC, blacking. Were you surprised they didn't even cover this story? No, I'm not surprised by it. No. Do you I think mean, they're again, anti? You think those networks are anti-Christian? I think there's an element of that. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't make bold to speak too much further about that, but I, I think I'm not surprised to answer your question that they didn't put that in the in the forefront of their coverage. Somehow, it's okay. It's always open season on Catholics. You know, God knows we've been through our struggles, and I, I wrote a book about the sex abuse scandal and all that. Uh, but it doesn't mean that, therefore, we can never raise our voices in protest, especially when we're being attacked in this extremely aggressive way. Don't you think that the clergy at the top, not just in America, but all over the world, is afraid? I mean, I think I know Dolan pretty well. I, I, with all due respect to him, because I say he's a good man, I think he's afraid. There's no other reason why he would remain silent. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, presume to speak for him. I, I don't really know. Uh, my former boss, Archbishop Gomez out in L.A., made a statement about this. A handful of other bishops have indeed spoken out. Um, but I, I wouldn't presume to speak for anybody else. Okay. And I understand that. I'm, <laughs> I'm an infidel, so I, I can do it. Um, two more questions. Sure. I told my audience I would never go 
to another Los Angeles Dodger game again in my lifetime. But I've reversed it. They're coming in to play the Mets on July 15th. And I'm going and I'm going to stand up in my section and boo them when they run out on the field. I mean, I'm going to do I'm going to I'm a Catholic laity. That's how I'm going to protest this. Um, and you're right. <laughs> yeah, well, I I I call for a boycott. I, you know, I was out there for six years. A lot of friends in L.A. In fact, I threw out the first pitch at a Dodgers game about five years ago. Love baseball. I know a lot of my Hispanic friends, of course, who are big baseball fans. And I said, I think until we get a formal public apology, there should be a boycott of the Dodgers. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a boycott guy because that's a fascist technique. But I agree with you that individuals should make up their own minds. And why are we giving an anti-Christian team, even though they have the faith and family night, so I, I'm going to try to get convince us, though. Yeah, I'm going to try to get the Jesus bobblehead if I can. And maybe they'll send one to me. <laughs> so, so transparent. It didn't convince us. It was rather no. pathetic response. How do people get in touch with you, Bishop? A wordonfire.org is a good place to access all the material that I have. And they could, you know, contact me directly that way, too. All right. And uh, full disclosure, uh, the bishop and I know each other and... Uh, I bought him dinner in Santa Barbara, but he didn't eat a lot, so it was good. <laughs> I remember that night. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Bishop. We really appreciate your courage and, and you coming on the program. Thank you very much. Who was there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, free speech. So is it under siege in America? In my opinion, it is. But this goes back a while. Let's go back to 1925, almost 100 years ago, when the most famous free speech case in history was evolving. This was about the teaching of evolution in public schools. Before 1925, most public schools were not allowed to teach evolution. They had to say, God created everything, and evolution, no, couldn't mention it. Okay. Clarence Darrow, you know the name, very famous attorney. He takes up the case, and he wins in Tennessee. Now, there is a book 
just came out yesterday called Trial of the Century. And it chronicles what happened in the most famous free speech case in America. It's written by Greg Jarrett. You may know him, Fox News legal analyst and uh, a guy I've known for decades who never seems to age. Jarrett always kind of got the little Dick Clark thing coming down. Doesn't really seem to age very much. (laughs) And uh, he wrote the book. All right. So congrats on the book. We hope people will check it out. Very important subject. You know, I write history books and yours is a history book as well. Right. What was the most important thing you learned, you yourself, from the research you did for this book? Well, I took a cue from you. When you write your books, you make them exciting. Uh, History can be exciting if you're a good storyteller. So, frankly, I tried to emulate you. Uh, The climactic moment in the trial is when Clarence Darrow, who's out of options, he knows he's losing, the jury's against him, the judge and ordained minister is against him, and Scopes is about to be convicted. And on the other side is the great fundamentalist leader, William Jennings Bryan, who's the prosecutor in the case who helped to get this law passed, criminalizing the teaching of evolution. And what does Darrow do? He does something extraordinary, Bill. He calls the prosecutor to the witness stand and the judge is mortified. You can't do that. But Darrow was counting on Brian's ego who then stood up and said, your honor, I have no fear. I'm happy to give testimony to everyone about how the Bible should be taken literally. And so the judge is so worried the courtroom is going to collapse because, you know, there's hundreds of people packed in there. People are fainting because of the searing heat in the summer of Tennessee, 1925. So they move the cross-examination of Brian by Darrell outside on a platform left over from the 4th of July activities. I have a picture in the book where you can see thousands of people convened in front of the platform. And there are these two lions two great orators, icons in American history, facing off. And in the end, Darrow utterly destroyed Bryant, so much so that a broken man, just days later, he lays down for a nap and he never wakes up. Wow. I did not know that. It's a remarkable story. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. Bryant dies shortly after uh, um, Darrow dissects him on the stand. Now... Americans believe that freedom of speech is, you know, sacrosanct, in stone. But as we just used a setup, now, if you speak your mind, even a responsible person like Samantha Ponder, you can be labeled and you can be condemned and you can be maligned and defamed. And there's nothing you can do about that, is there? No, very little. And social media, as valuable in some ways that it is, is to blame. I mean, look, people can create fake accounts, fake names. They can say whatever they want uh, and they can't be held accountable. And, you know, uh, frankly, neither can the platforms uh, under current law. So, you know, what we're seeing in America today is the same free speech rights that are under assault bill 
whether it is, you know, partisan censorship and political discourse or polarizing disinformation campaigns, classroom indoctrination, a punitive cancel culture under the guise of social justice, whereby, and we see this almost every day, uh, conformity of thought uh, supplants robust debate. And that's why this story, the trial of the century, is so important because, Bill, history is now repeating itself. I agree with you 100% on that. Um, and it even, even worse than what you say, because the corporate media controls information flow. Yes, you can go on the Internet and you can hear private voices, but the mass media flow is now controlled by these large corporations who basically blackball and silence people they don't like. So when mm -hmm. I was on The Factor on Fox News, as you well know, I was on Letterman and Leno and uh, The View when Barbara Walters was there and all the network morning shows. I could spread my message, all right? Now, you won't see anybody from Fox on any of those shows, all right? They're blacked out. They're canceled. Nobody. Okay, can get access to that publishing industry. You want to write a contrarian book? Don't go to Simon and Schuster. Okay, although they have a new CEO and, and maybe he'll change and I hope he does change the culture. But it's very, very hard now if you don't conform to the leftist view of the world that the major corporations have embraced, you're shut down completely. And that's not freedom of speech. No, Bill, it, it, it's not. And in many ways, I also blame the mainstream media have been witting accessories to the erosion and the assault on on free speech. Uh, I mean, just look at their conduct in the phony Trump Russia collusion narrative that they drove. Yeah. Uh, you know, they never bothered to verify or corroborate any or of the apologize yeah, or, or apologize. apologize. I mean, they won they won Pulitzer Prizes. The New York I know. Times watched. Forgetting the that, fundamentally says, wrong. That says it all. All right. The book is uh, Trial of the Century. I've started it. It's very interesting to read it. And particularly if you are interested in your country and whether we can make a comeback in the freedom of speech area. Do you think we can, Jarrett? Last question. Can we make a comeback and, and have robust debate, as you put it? Well, I, I, I'm deeply worried that we cannot. We, we are seeing you know, books, gone, being, huh? books being banned, art shows being censored. It seems to be getting worse and worse. It reminds me of the Joe McCarthy Red Scare era of the 1950s yep. in which if you, if you dared to dissent, you were punished. You bet. All right, Greg Jarrett, thanks very much for taking the time. Good luck with the book. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. 
And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Okay, uh, let's go to propaganda. ABC, run by Disney, the most woke corporation in the world, Disney Corporation, last night, 8 to 11, three hours, runs the 1619 Project, okay? The good news is only one and a half million people watched. That's a disaster. No one watched this. More people are watching and listening to me right now than watch that foolish thing on ABC. Okay, let's walk through this. First, a short clip of what you did not see on ABC last night. These African men and women from different nations all shackled together in the hull of a ship. They were one people now. And although they tried to break our ancestors, to erase our identities, we forged a new culture of our own, giving birth to ourselves. It didn't matter, we were told, that by virtue of our bondage, we would never be American, because it was by virtue of our bondage that we became the most American of all. You know what a bunch of blather. All right, who told you that by virtue of our bondage, you would never become an American? Who? Some slave owner? Some racist Confederate? Who? Wasn't Abraham Lincoln? Wasn't the abolitionist movement in the North? They didn't tell you that. What a bunch of bull. Okay. Now, the project, the 1619 Project, was engineered by a New York Times reporter, I guess, Nicole Hannah-Jones. She wins a Pulitzer Prize in 2020 for this uh, piece of propaganda. Okay? Here's how it was described. Quote, The 1690 Project is an artistic and journalistic project of the New York Times magazine that asserts the central event in the founding of the United States was the first importation of enslaved Africans of Virginia in 1619 and not the Declaration of Independence in 1776 and the drafting of the U.S. Constitution in 1787. The project further asserts that U.S. history and modern America are best understood as completely dependent upon the institution of slavery. That is just blather. That is so ridiculous. And I know. So my upcoming book, Killing the Witches, out September 26th, puts you on the Mayflower. Come and hear from England, okay? And then chronicles how the Massachusetts Bay Colony dominated 17th century America. There was slavery in the Bay Colony, but very little. Okay, it was not a... uh, an industry as it was in the agrarian South. And the North in the development of America dominated in every way. The South, they grew stuff. And the slaves, of course, enhanced their profits. 
but they didn't have nearly the power of the North. I'll pr- and I prove it every way. When you read Killing the Witches, you'll get all of that. So this is just made up gibberish that ABC is pumping out there to you and the New York Times. Oprah Winfrey's behind this too. So finally, here is the, um, here is the criticism of it. Uh, let me get this thing. Okay, quote, taken together, the episodes that a story about racism and inequality animating the entirety of American society. Yet for most of the series, there's very little sense what anyone can do about any of these conditions because the overarching emphasis on slavery as the cause of racism blots out any understanding of the ways that change has occurred over time. And that was printed in the left-wing New Yorker magazine. So we just ignore all of the changes that have happened in American society over the centuries in this foolish propagandist documentary. So there you go, Disney. ABC, it's over, over for you guys. Smart life. So we told you last week uh, we were going to read you some testimonials. Now, if you are leading a smart life, you know you have to have insurance, all right, on your house, on your car, on your person. Concierge membership in Bill O'Reilly is insurance because then you get me as an advisor, personal advisor. Okay, if you have a problem, and you will, you send it to me, totally confidential, nobody will ever know, and I send you back what I would do. So we picked out four people, four letters, who have done that. First one is from Brad in Tennessee. I've been a concierge member for a while, have benefited greatly from your advice, especially when it comes to providing verbal ammo to my misguided Democrat friends. Your advice has ended many debates with me having the last word. P.S. I'm wearing my team normal gear everywhere. (laughs) I'm glad about that. So people say, look, I've got friends and family and they say this. What should I say back? And I'll give you some facts. Second letter. This is Kurt in Virginia. As a concierge member, I've received useful travel advice that has saved me time and money. When I set up my Ireland trip, it was like having a personal travel consultant. So I know more about Ireland travel than I think anybody you know, going there. But I know I've been to 85 countries. You tell me where you're going, I can tell you, you know, pretty much what I would do there. Third letter. This is from Warren, Washington State. You were able to provide me invaluable advice on assisting my wife as she struggles with dementia. Thank you for your assistance. I've already renewed my concierge membership. I remember Warren's letter. It was heartbreaking. You know, Warren is a good guy. He's a loyal guy to his wife. And my mother, at the end of her life, didn't have dementia per se, but needed help. So I got experience in this. So I guided Warren through, you know, this is what you have to do. And these are the kinds of things that make my job worthwhile. Final letter, Peter, Maryland. Bill, four years ago, I asked whether my son's time would be wasted on the woke university experience. You said it depends on the kid. So we sent him to school, and he just graduated magna cum laude from the University of Maryland. Well, congratulations, Peter, to your son. That's quite an achievement. And I do recommend education for every American young person. If you don't want to do academics, you go into a trade school. 
But there are campuses where I tell concierge members, no, do not send your kids there. And then there are schools where I think they're worthy. Okay, my alma mater, Marist College, where I played football and I had a fabulous time and learned a lot. I would not send my son there. He went to Salve Regina in Newport, Rhode Island, because Marist College is woke. And, I, and it's ridiculous. So anyway, if you become a concierge member, we give you lots of free stuff, so it's worth it. But more importantly, I'm an insurance policy. All right, let's go to the final thought. So I got a, a letter from a concierge member. I'm sorry to read so many, but this is important. The letter say, is from Jane in Pennsylvania. It says, I'm a concierge member. I've read all your books. I'm looking forward to killing the witches. I'm currently in hospital with a heart condition but I put the ordeal into the Lord's hands. You know, Jane, we obviously I'm going to say some prayers for you uh, today. And we, of course, wish for your full recovery. <clears throat> but you're doing something emotionally and psychologically very important. This is why I'm using your letter in the final thought. If you cannot do anything about something, so Jane can't do anything about her heart condition at this point. She either has to heal through medical science and good doctors or she's going to join the Lord. She can't do anything about it other than to say, I'm at peace with my life and whatever happens, happens. That takes a tremendous amount of angst and worry and everything. When you can't do anything, you've done everything you can. You leave it to the higher power. And if you don't believe in a higher power, you leave it to karma or fate. That is the final thought. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We will see you tomorrow. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.